Well, hello, everybody. I'm Jason Mangum. And I'm Mark Anderson. And this is another segment of World Impact News. We are simply calling this Election 2020 Voter Fraud Probed. And so, Mark, as we uh, kind of inform the listeners today, you know, I want to say this. Obviously, the election has uh, come and gone, but there is still ballots and all kinds of things which appear to be at this point fraudulent. And, you know, I, I'll, I'll start out by making a statement is that just because you throw up points on the scoreboard after the buzzer and continue to throw up points on the scoreboard long after the game is over, it doesn't mean you've won. And that's kind of what we're seeing and we're going to we're going to probe different areas of what's going on, some of the things that are being exposed, other things that we're going to point out that maybe you as as the uh, listening to this, no matter if it's on our YouTube channel or it's on our podcast, but definitely go to worldimpactnews.net and get more information about this is we're going to probe these different areas and expose some things of what's going on. And so What's happening right now is I want to just start with this is don't believe the mainstream media. Whatever the mainstream media is telling you right now is a lie. They're part of the collusion. They're part of what is happening and the system to basically steal the election because that's really what is happening here, Mark, is this is an attempt to steal the election. And what we must do is protect the integrity of the vote. And I mean the legitimate vote. And so there are some things that that are being put out there, and, and really it's just another fear tactic. I mean, you look at the Associated Press. They're putting things out there already, I mean, to take, for instance, how in the world the, the moment when they close that the actual, you're talking Washington, Oregon, and California, how in the world the moment they close, I mean, not even some, not even reporting anything, maybe 1% reported they give it to Joe Biden. I mean, you could see it light up blue. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we need to be questioned because if you did that for Trump, we would question that as well. So there's this big problem, with a lot of voter fraud going on. And so, you know, that's the thing that we're going to look at as we can see things that are coming out. Things are coming out, you know, that is are being uh, what looks to be some of it's verifiable, so others not verifiable. So we want to put that caveat in there. We don't have all the information yet, but there's a major sting operation, Mark, that seems to be going on. President Trump knew that this was going to happen, that he knew already, even back from even Obama and how Obama stole votes, how they've used this even in the past election when we can see, what was it, Mark, 40 House seats turn blue. I mean, so you could see the voter fraud that's been happening in the past, and he knew this was going to happen. And they they then began to, you could see, the push for the mail-in ballots, which are the most, I mean, look, absentee ballots, a requested ballot, there's a control process. But now you have the flood of these mail-in ballots that are being sent out, blanketed out to everybody. And mm-hmm. so what's happening is, that as these mail-in ballots are going out, you know, Trump knew this is a problem. This is going to be a problem because they're very susceptible to fraud. And I want to say this, too, is you look at 
any any place and where the mo the major elements of the voter fraud is happening is the strongholds that have been strongholds for the Democratic Party for you're talking 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years. Whenever there's a power of a party control in an area like that, it just breeds corruption. It's just going to it's just what's going to be the inevitable. We should expect nothing nothing less than what's happening. But as Trump was warning us as others, Mark was warning Everyone. I was warning everybody. We have others that were warning everybody that this mail-in ballot voter fraud, this whole thing was going to try to, to take, take place, which is basically is what's happening, what's going on, is we're seeing this unfold. And so what we, we got to remember, though, is that Trump is very smart, and he's putting some things into place. One of these things is the uh, sting operation that is – claimed to be going on because Trump knew that it was going to happen and they were going to try to steal the election. And so before we get into those details, though, Mark, I want to make sure I want to bring you on and have you kind of talk a little bit about some things, you know, about I know you're talking about the color revolution and some things, but I want to make this point very clear. Don't be fearful. You listeners, do not be fearful. Stay steady head. Stay, stay steadfast fat you know i'm telling you what god's going to give us the victory and so there's there's no reason right now to panic to freak out to have doubt to have worry to be in fear or be scared but be steadfast steadfast in faith put your trust in god and so and we're going to see this thing turn around the democrats are trying to steal the election and they have, they're trying to use the sword, they will die by the sword. And get ready, because we're about to see some things unravel. And we'll get into, I'll get into the part a little bit later about the sting operation and other things that they are uncovering. But Mark, why don't you, uh, you know, you, you have some real important things here you want to bring to the listeners today. Yeah, to summarize what you're saying there, Jason, the uh, automatic handover of the crucial 55 electoral votes of California augmented by Washington and Oregon, was absolutely breathtakingly um, impossible. Um, the polls had just closed in California, if they were closed at all. It was about 9.30 or 10 p.m. Central Time here in Texas when they gave lock, stock, and barrel, even on Fox News, California to Joe Biden. And based on the electoral readings as of the latter morning or just about noon here on November 6th as we uh, record this podcast, based on that, if if Biden would not have gotten those crucial 55 electoral votes from California, <clears throat> the, the, the electoral numbers would be totally different now. And much of what we're seeing, at least the contentiousness of it, would not be nearly as great. And Trump, according to the official orthodoxy and the official way they do things, would be ahead and probably already the winner. So right away, the um, impossible and completely implausible events began to take hold with awarding Biden, California, and those other two states. Uh, fast forward to yesterday, yesterday, November 5th, and Rudy Giuliani, uh, uh, the New York mayor, of course, during uh, 2001, during 9-11, he made a name for himself really in a bipartisan way, but he's become a, a very staunch Trump supporter like uh, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. and. As a legal eagle, Giuliani announced at least some of what 
is going to result in these sting operations that you're going to detail soon here today, Jason. <clears throat> and, of course, that involves lawsuits in uh, Michigan and Wisconsin, which initially were dismissed at the state level, but also Pennsylvania and Nevada lawsuits, among others. And recounts are being talked about, possibly in Georgia and beyond. But I think we're looking at much more than recounts because the sting operation would, in, would involve getting um, – depositions and subpoenas and testimony and probably the arrests of key people that witnessed elements or different acts of voter fraud, different different actions, ballot substitutions, whatever it might be, ballot destruction, improper ballots being processed. All of that remains to be seen. And the, the mainstream media, the mass media cartel, every report you see will put a modifier in there, Trump's fraudulent claims of voter fraud. Trump's unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud, Trump's um, invalid claims of voter fraud. Uh, the news is not supposed to editorialize in its headlines unless it's a, an opinion piece, but they are. And what they should be saying is Trump's allegations of voter fraud and that it remains to be seen in through depositions, through testimony in our courts of law. It remains to be seen what the facts are as people are questioned and evidently arrested, they're going to be, or some probably already have been, the, the mass media cartel is never going to uh, immediately report that kind of stuff. This is how you find out, through discovery, through testimony. You don't try and decide this in the court of public opinion, but that's what the mass media cartel tries to do. And, of course, they're not going to talk about um, other irregularities beyond that huge California irregularity, but... The other background story besides pending arrests and roundups and things like that that you're going to detail, Jason, is the color revolution. Now, the, the well-known pro-life site, LifeSite News, um, talked some to some extent about this. Color revolution, here's the headline, color revolution, Biden team is following carefully scripted coup intended to take down America. And LifeSite News is not a quote-unquote conspiracy website per se. It's a lot for LifeSite News even to say that because they often focus mostly on uh, pro-life and social issues and things like that to their credit. And as a footnote, kind of a happy footnote, they report that 13 new pro-life women got elected to the House of Representatives. So God bless that development along with 11 pro-life women who are incumbents in the House hanging on to their seats. So there's a huge silver lining there. But to move on, uh, the uh, the reporter Stephen Mosher for LifeSite News um, talks here. He says, quote, the first thing everything, the first thing everyone must recognize is the seriousness of the current situation. Mosher writes, we are in the middle of what is called a color revolution. This is a carefully scripted coup intended to take down our constitutional republic and transform it into something unrecognizable to our founders and inimical to our liberties. And he goes on to say, this means that what just happened was not a normal election. Rather, it was a pre-scripted scam used by the revolutionaries, which is the Dems, the George Soros, the, the, street, the street radicals, to determine how many votes they needed to tip the balance in their favor. Once they knew that number, in Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, etc., late ballots then are being discovered, candidate in the lead, 
This is how the left operates in places like South America, Venezuela. It must not be allowed to succeed here. So there it is, Jason. There's what you're saying. There's those. The scoreboard sounds the buzzer. The standard game is over, but yet the points keep going on the board. And this is some of the rationale or the reason why that is happening, according to LifeSite News. And there is another document here, uh, preventing a disrupted presidential election and transition by the Transition Integrity Project, a very um, obscure group that was exposed by Global News and also by 21stCenturyWire.com, a couple good alternative sites. And this substantiates what LifeSite News is saying, Jason, that they had a kind of a military, quasi-military game plan here uh, in the hopper a long time ago on how to handle Trump if he... um, challenges the election results. It said, it even says here in the executive summary of this transition integrity project, quote, we also assess that President Trump is likely to contest the result by both legal and extra legal means in an attempt to hold on to power. Recent events, including the president's own unwillingness to commit to abiding by the results of the election, um, the Attorney General's embrace of the President's groundless electoral fraud claims and the unprecedented deployment of federal agents to put down left-wing protests protests underscore the extreme lengths to which President Trump may be willing to go in order to stay in office. See, so they're making it look like Trump is a desperate tin-pot dictator desperately hanging on to office when, in fact, the real story is that he wants to see a legal vote count, and he wants uh, to prevent our electoral process from being completely overturned in what almost amounts to a military, quasi-military coup. If you look at it in a, if you look at it in a strategy sense, it's kind of quasi-military in terms of its tactics. But this is the backstory, Jason, along with what you've been talking about about arrests and um, you know actual law enforcement in this regard. Yeah. So let's kind of get into the sting operation. You know, obviously there's a claim and some information out there. And, and the way I look at it is that whenever the, the mass media car, cartel tries to discredit something, you better take a better look at it because there's probably some truth to what they're trying to discredit. And most likely it is truthful. Right. So right. don't believe the fact checkers. The fact checkers are any they're nothing more than to discredit the truth and to discredit the facts. So, But here's what's going on is, in the preparation, Trump knew this was going to happen, and working with, the intelli- working with the intelligence community, working with civilians, working with ex-CIA, um, working with cybersecurity, working with all of these different things, um, basically in preparation for the ballot, which the mail-in ballots are the ones primarily in question, some absentee ballots as well, is here's the thing is they planned and what they did is the claim is that there was a watermark and put on every single legitimate ballot so you say well how can that happen and we don't have all the details to that nor we're going to get into some of the details that we do have but there is protection for vote integrity and a lot of it has to do with the military so say, well, how do they do this? Well, the claim is it's through the military because, see, military ballots 
absentee ballots and things are sent. They're sent to the military in different places. There has to be a way to protect the integrity of it. So there's this watermark that was put on that is trackable, and not only trackable, it's highly encrypted. And so that's where they are now seen, and it's alleged that they are able to identify these, both the legitimate and illegitimate ballots because of this. And there's a major sting operation working with the intelligence community and others in cybersecurity, others in the Department of Defense, that would actually be the ones that would, it's, and that's what's being unfolded right now. So that's why when we see Trump get up and he's very calm and very collected and talking about the fraud that's going on, then soon after, you have actually, of all things, Bill O'Reilly that comes on and says, okay, well, President Trump's alleging massive election fraud, so here we go. The vote will be legally challenged all the way up to the Supreme Court. A little bit after that, uh, actually, Eric Trump, who is involved in this sting operation, apparently, it's he's, he tweets out, wait, this is, he retweets Bill O'Reilly's tweet, and this is what Eric Trump says, wait until you see what we are uncovering. So this is all pre-planned. And so what, what he did is he warned everybody, Trump just warned everybody, then sat back. It's almost like he baited the, Dem, the Dems, knowing that that's what they were going to do by using these mail-in ballots and use fraudulently illegitimate votes to get in that are pouring in, sometimes upwards of 130,000 come in the back door at 4 a.m. after everything is already counted, precincts are already closed and counted and fully accounted for. So that's what we're beginning to see unfold is through these other uh, sting operations as well as through the legal process all working together. A.G. Barr has finally come out of hiding. That was a big concern for I know for myself is where's the GOP in all of this and where is the Department of Justice? And so now A.G. Barr has come out and actually starting to allow the uh, investigation to go forth, even arming, um, arming individuals, which is, which is finally uh, – where the Justice Department now approves the use of armed agents to investigate voter fraud. And so they've already started to arrest people. That all started happening yesterday, even postal workers, other poll workers, other people involved in this that were doing things fraudulently. Um, so that's what's, what's happening. But like Napoleon said, is never interrupt your enemy while they're making a mistake. So Trump simply just baited the Democratic Party, sat back and let them go in and basically destroy themselves because they have a way of tracking every legitimate and illegitimate vote. So, but obviously they're contesting those things in the court. So it's a brilliant, brilliant, you know, he's a brilliant strategist. And the thing about it is he's very good. Trump is very good at knowing what the, what his, his opponent's tactics are and then exploiting those. You know, right. obviously one of his favorite books is The Art of War. And so what they did is they just basically reversed engineered um, the what the Dems were going to do, but Trump's doing it in a legitimate way to protect the voter integrity. And so and that's what we're going to begin to see unfold. Now another thing I want to mention uh, also and, and if 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 I remember some other items regarding that uh sting operation, I'll interject them here in just a moment. But 
I want to say this too, is looking at these different cities and different areas, uh, take for instance, Philly. You take Philadelphia and, and you look around the city and you can see all these red areas. It's happening in Michigan. It's happening in Wisconsin. It's happening in Georgia. It's happening in Virginia. It's happening in all these different areas where you have these cities that are almost like, uh, Mark, I think you call them blue islands. It's like a blue island. It's a city sitting there, lit up blue, but all around it is red. All the little cities and suburbs, you look at it, are red. And so what we have to see is there's a population density that we need to look at because most of the people don't live in the city. A lot of the people work in the city, and they travel from the suburbs. Those suburbs are red. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of things here that we're putting out as we, as we talk, as we bring this to you today, just so that you will look at it from a bigger perspective and a bigger viewpoint. I'll just point this, this fact out, too, is how in the world, and this, this is a simple question. I mean, how does Joe Biden have so many more votes than Democrat senators in, in swing states. So it's like he's got all these votes way more. How? I mean, isn't that amazing? I mean, do we, maybe do we think that the highest number of these fraudulent, that's where the highest number of fraudulent ballots are taking place? So maybe they just checked Biden but didn't check anything else, which would potentially, obviously, that leads, you know, that, that or that, would reveal some fraud. If you just have a bunch of ballots that come in with Joe Biden checked, that might explain why he's getting so many more votes than Democrat senators in those same areas. So, you know, so we're looking, we're trying to give you the big picture here of what's going on. And I believe that's what Trump, his legal team, and everybody have in place because they see the big picture and they prepared for it. And so now the legal process is taking place. And so, we have all these different things that now are unfolding and being uncovered. Not to mention, I mean, the, the mainstream media, as we call it, the mass media cartel, is totally reporting this wrongly. They are, it, it's an it's a, it's a utter chaos. And I think just like this is going to unravel the Democratic Party when this all comes to a head mark, that the mainstream media is going to be unraveled with them because they're just part of the Democratic Party. They're just the wing of the Democratic Party. But the alternative, you have a lot of our alternative news going on right now, alternative news reporters that are out there with actual investigative reports yes. that the mainstream media refuses to do, but you right. have actually filmed footage. You have video footage. You have documented evidence showing the fraud. And so right. I believe it's going to be a rise of the alternative media at the same time. Look, this is changing everything. And we are fighting for the heart and soul of America. And I believe we already have the victory. Yeah, let me interject there, Jason. What you're saying is vitally important. And that's one of the takeaways of this podcast is uh, due to Trump's tenacity, meanwhile, the you know, transition project that I mentioned, that illicit project of Democratic and deep state allies that are against Trump, um, while they try and portray Trump as the desperate dictator holding on to power, Trump is actually showing the, the nards and the, the tenacity to try and not only dislodge this 
democratic internationalist Marxist machine that's trying to get total power, not just the House, not just the Senate, but the presidency. But he's also trying to dislodge the media that he has almost single-handedly in the last four years um, uh, called out and diminished in terms of their reputation and importance, and deservedly so for the media. So you're right. It's a fight for the heart and soul, and it's such a huge pivot point. The, the alternative media, such as ourselves and so many others, Project Veritas, independent people with their cell phones who have been getting out and showing irregularities in the voting in Detroit, ballots being brought in at four in the morning, uh, uh, ballots being brought in in a um, Ferrari sports car, and things like that. Why would that be? Not just official-looking vans and things like that. Um, the, the, the day of the Citizen Reporter, the day of the alternative media is coming. And this is the beginning, or at least it should be the beginning, of the death knell for the mass media cartel. It's time for them to go. I've had it with them a long time ago. They are in bed with the, the most uh, uh, influential and uh, negatively, uh, how would you say, the, the most corrupt elements in our country, uh, influential financially and politically and socially and across the board affecting all facets of American life, and the media is in bed with those illicit powers. The media is part of it. The media is a huge element of the illicit power that runs this country. And so if President Trump plays his cards right, and they have to they have to really stick to their guns, and here's some basic advice for them, and I think you and I, Jason, have been around the block enough to do this. They've got to stick to their guns. They've got to get their best evidence. They can't back down. And it cannot be just simple recounts. They have to look at each ballot. As you mentioned, it's very likely, based on what we know, that there's a watermark on the ballots that were produced by government that are legitimate to fill out and vote on. And if people substituted fake ballots, they wouldn't have known about the watermarks, and they would have the fake ballots without the watermark, and you'd be able to differentiate between the real and the fake. So it can't be just a recount. It's got to be a look at Anywhere a paper physical ballot was used, they have to look at the signature, the way it was filled out. Everything has to be looked at. Um, the timing that certain ballots came in and, and were scanned in and were, 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 you know, stamped in, the time stamps, everything has to be looked at. And we have to remember also that some places like here in Hidalgo County in South Texas where I voted, it's purely touchscreen. You never saw a paper ballot. We voted at the precinct like normal people. And if it's an electronic voting machine, then the companies like ES&S and Heart InterCivic and Dominion need to be made through court order to produce all their records, all their digital recording devices that act as digital ballot boxes. And they have to reveal how their software works. They have to reveal their internal machine vote counts and to make sure that what the clerks recorded as the vote count matches what went on inside the machine. So there has to be provisions for non-paper uh, um, scanning and non-paper investigation as well. This is a big undertaking, but if these voting machine companies, the mass media cartel, and this Democratic internationalist machine can all be brought to bear, Donald Trump would go down uh, almost on the level of George Washington as having um, given this nation an entirely new paradigm. And uh, that doesn't mean Donald Trump is perfect. We, uh, politicians have their faults or they wouldn't be in office. Unfortunately, uh, you know, Boy Scouts don't get into office. That's just not our reality. But 
Trump has that redeeming quality that he cares about America first, and I believe it's sincere. And when you watched him yesterday, November 5th, when he gave the press conference that C-SPAN showed all the way, but the other networks abandoned because they claimed that President Trump was lying, he spoke to the media, he outlined the general framework of what's going on, but he did not take a single question. He turned his back on those reporters and walked out and said, thank you very much, have a nice day. And that is all those reporters deserve, Jason. That's all they deserve. Exactly. And so that's why you say, well, how in the world is this sting operation going on with nobody knowing about it? How did Trump take the terrorist out? He didn't tell anybody. And then he came out and announced the terrorist has been destroyed. So you see, it's the same way. If you stay quiet and you just stay steadfast and you move forward, and it's a fight, fight, fight. And really, Mark, I would even go to the point to say this is our 1776 to break away from the globalists that has controlled this nation, to break away from big government, to break away from the swamp, to break away from all of these think tanks and all of these globalist organizations that are out there, and especially to break away from the corrupt Democratic Party. This is our 1776, and we are in the fight, and we are going to see the victory. Why? Because we already have the victory. In Christ Jesus, God's face is shining upon America, and God is... His hand is in this matter. And so that's why we continue to pray and we continue to push forward. We continue to stay faithful and steadfast. And so, America, it's time. It's time. Enough is enough. And this is the turning point. This is our 1776. And I believe we are going to come out and we are going to rejoice in the victory. And we should start already rejoicing and praising God for he has given us the victory because this is enough is enough and it's time to break away from an agenda that is by the globalist and the Democratic Party, and today is the day, and so we're going to see it and see it soon as this thing unravels. And there's other measures, too, that we, we haven't even got into, Mark, but I think that's probably suffice for this podcast because there's a lot of other things. There's an electoral path because the elect- electorates could come in under the legislation and seat Trump because of all the corruption and everything going on. So there's a lot of other things and aspects, but let's just pray. Let's trust God. And we're going to see the victory because we have the victory. And I can't reemphasize that enough. Pray for President Trump. Pray for his team. Pray for the first family. And so, and we are really, we're praying for America because this is an attack against America, an attack against the church. It goes and it affects, obviously, the church. It attacks our moral uh, compass. You know, that's what they're attacking. So there's a lot of different things I won't get into, but that kind of sums it up for today. Thank you for listening, everybody. Mark, you got any closing words there? I would only say that those that might doubt what they're hearing, remember that election fraud and vote fraud and voter fraud have been going on since time immemorial, all the way back. They vote When they made the transition from the voting booths, the old Rochester booths, where you walked inside the curtain and you voted and then you pulled the curtain, um, they created those, they said, to get rid of election fraud because uh, ballot boxes were being stuffed. But even those uh, those booth machines could be rigged to steal the vote. And electronic voting, because you can't see what goes on inside a computer, actually institutionalized election fraud in some ways. So election fraud is not just some current issue due to the contentiousness of Biden and Trump. It's something that's been going on and has been plaguing mankind for time immemorial. So we shouldn't be surprised 
It's just new players and a more intense standoff in a very old game. That's right. So, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. President Trump, we tell you Godspeed. Everyone listening, God bless, and God bless America. (laughs) 